If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Daisy and Ellen in a podcast. Woo! Hello. Hello. I'm Ellen, and today I don't have Daisy, but I do have the physical reincarnation of death. <laughs> Woo! I'm ill again. <laughs> My immune system hates me. It but hates me. We couldn't keep pushing this off, so we were just like, we let's decided do it. on today of wonderful days, Ellie Shadow Lady's birthday should be a national holiday. Oh my god, we love you, Queen. Please. Queen Lizzie died. No, she didn't. She didn't. She's live. She's, She's live. Thriving. Well. Um, <coughs> if you want to be a guest on our podcast, give us a call. Woo! <laughs> um. So yeah, we're putting my illness aside. And we are just going to do this. Mm-hmm. So, God, this is annoying me. This is annoying me. Oh my God, it was annoying me too. Fucking shell. <laughs> Our father needs to keep every single cable we have ever owned, <laughs> just in case we need it at some point. So there are just cables everywhere. Cables and rope. We find a piece of rope on a beach and he's like, wow, we need that. It's like, no, we don't. Might help us in the future with something. But yeah, hi. Um, it's been what two, three weeks? That's not that long for us. Yeah. <coughs> it's not a longest break. So today we are going to be looking at Barbie of Swan Lake, the I am already losing count. Is this the fourth one? Yeah. The fourth Barbie movie. Including um Rockers. Including Barbie and the Rockers, it's the fourth. So I think, like with the other two, they chose Swan Lake because it is a popular fairy tale that Disney hadn't done yet. Um, It was released on the 30th of September 2003 and it premiered on Nickelodeon on the 16th of November 2003. Whoa, Nickelodeon? Have the last two been on Nickelodeon? Yes. Oh. You don't pay attention to this, do you? I forget, okay? Okay. Oh my god. Sorry. I'm going to have to take lots of breaks to drink for my hot chocolate because my throat still hurts. Like with um, Barbie and the Nutcracker, they partnered with the New York City Ballet and used motion, motion capture for the dancers, which were choreographed by New York City Ballet's at the time Master Chief Peter Martins, who we spoke about more. I'm not getting into that again. I can't not bother. getting into that again. It was directed by Owen Hurley, written by Elena Lesser and Cliff Ruby. Or is it Ruby Cliff? Did I get that wrong? I have a feeling it's Ruby Cliff, but I think that's wrong. I don't know. It <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. It was produced by Kim Dent Wilder and Rob Hodgnut and edited by Greg Richardson with music by, again, Arnie Roth. Um, We had three people reprising their roles from previous movies. Kelly Sheridan as Barbie slash Odette. Chantelle Strand as Kelly and Mark Hildreth as Prince Daniel slash Ken, but he is he's not been listed as slash Ken yet. Is this the first time or has it not No, it's not no. happened. Um also in this movie we had 
well-known Republican and climate change sceptic and anti-abortion, Kelsey Grammer as Rothbart, um, Venice Terzo as Lila, no, Venus Terzo as Lila, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> my brain is goo, my brain is goo. Goopy. Okay, go. Oh my god, I want to say something. I, I've been waiting my like since I turned 19 to say this, and I think I've found the opportunity because I can't read. Oh my god! <laughs> Hi, I'm Daisy, 19, and I never learned oh how to god. fucking read. It's a moment. It's yeah. a cultural moment. Um. Anyway, it also had <laughs> Kathleen Barr as the fairy queen and Odette's older sister Marie. Um. Nicole Oliver as Carlita. Ian James Corlett as Ivan. Maggie Wheeler, aka Janice from Friends, yeah, that as O'Dial. Like it was a shock. I heard her voice and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the moment I learned that, I was like, "I hear it." Yeah, like she's just using her Janice voice. Uh huh. Good for her. Love her. Um, Michael Dobson as Erasmus. Uh, Gina Stockdale as the Queen Mother. Brian Drummond as Reggie, and Gary Chalk as Odette's father. Now, on to the story. <laughs> I'm just... I am not peppy today. Yeah, I can tell. I think everyone can tell. I'm just reading through this. Anyway, like the previous two movies, it's framed as Barbie telling her sister Kelly a story to make her feel better Are about something. Sis- okay. I'll yes, they're sisters. They didn't see- okay, keep going. Well, I mean, it's Kelly. Kelly's her sister. I know, but it's just the vibes. So it's about a girl called Odette who lives with her father who runs the local bakery and her sister who is a girl boss who goes off on girl boss adventures that Odette is too scared to go on. We love her. She is. She's really cool. She's only in like three scenes but I'm in love with her. I get that. Odette is also a great dancer but is shy and doesn't like to dance in front of people. We then meet Prince Daniel, whose mother has planned a ball for him to find a wife, because she's tired of being queen and wants him to take over with a wife and give her grandchildren. Oh my god, she's so relatable. <laughs> How is that relatable? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you just... <coughs> Sometimes, you just see someone and you're like, wow, vibe check, me. <laughs> I hated that. I hate you. I hate myself. We know. Why did I say that? Somebody kill me. Come come shoot me, please. Ah, okay, keep going. We don't have a gun. I have a knife. We are anti-gun in this household. Also, it's just kind of illegal in this country. Boo, gun. Okay, keep going. (laughs) Okay. Then we're back in the village with Odette, where we see a group of men chasing and hunting a pink unicorn named Lila. Lila gets away and Odette follows her into an enchanted forest. Lila then gets caught in a bush, so Odette looks for something to free her and finds a crystal in a rock which she easily removes and frees Lila. Then the fairy cream cream <laughs> <laughs> The fairy cream She's <laughs> Queen of <laughs> Then the Fairy Queen comes out from where she's hiding with her little animal companions and tells Odette that being able to remove the magic crystal, she's the one who's destined to defeat the evil sorcerer and the fairy queen's cousin, Rothbart. We then get a flashback 
where the Fairy Queen explains that her and Rothbart grew up together in the Enchanted Forest. Then their uncle, the King, announced that she would be his successor, and Rothbart got angry and left. He returned years later with his daughter Odile and took over the forest, turning the fairies and elves into animals, which are the little animal companions the Fairy Queen has with her. But Odette is a wimp, and she doesn't want to get involved, even though she is the one destined to defeat Rothbart. So she heads back to the village with Lila as her escort. She said, no, you guys are too messy for me. <laughs> That's too much. However, on their way back, she's found by Rothbart, who uses the same curse he used on everyone else to turn Odette into a swan. Her and Lila then go back to the Fairy Queen, who lets her know that since her powers have been weakened by Rothbart, she can't reverse the curse, but she can do what she's done to everyone else that Rothbart turned into animals, and that is make sure she's only an animal during the day. The Queen also gives Odette a tiara embedded with the crystal she pulled out of the rock earlier, which will protect her from any of Rothbart's magic. She also tells Odette that she could find a way to, to undo the spell in the Book of Forest lore, 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 lore. Oh my god. <laughs> that was so loud in my ear. I did not expect I know. that. But I loved it. Yeah. What a nice touch. I know. They shouldn't have called it the Book of Forest lore. Book <laughs> of Forest lore. Oh my god. Because it's all I think about. <laughs> the long pause. <clears throat> There's long pauses everywhere. Like long paws, like a dog with the flung. <laughs> Dizzy! <laughs> Dizzy! Go have a nap! <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? No! <laughs> Where did the dog come from? <laughs> I don't know, it made sense at the time. <coughs> oh my god. I'm really quitting. No! <laughs> You're gonna have to hold this together today. I will. I'm really funny. I've got funny jokes. Oh, stop. Oh, Daisy! I nearly fell off my seat. <laughs> what was that? I nearly fell off I my seat. I know that, but jeez. Okay, keep going. Anyway, there's a book of forest lore. It is with a troll called Erasmus who's a giant library. So during the night, Odette and Lila go to see Erasmus who try... No. Is it during the night? Yeah. Yes, it is during the night. Um, Odette and Lila go to see Erasmus, who tries to help them, but they can't find the book. Now we're back to Prince Daniel, who, yes, still exists. I also forgot about him. Who is out hunting and is lured into the Enchanted Forest by Rothbart, who tries to get him to kill Odette while she's in swan form, but this fails. Odette then turns back into a human and protects Daniel from Rothbart with her magic crystal thingy, because Rothbart can't hurt her. Then they spend the night together, they fall in love, he invites her to a ball. There is definitely a pattern forming with these movies. Yeah. Oh my god, this printer is hurting my leg. Oh we god. barely even used this printer. Okay. Run over, let's go. Meanwhile, Erasmus has kept looking for the Book of Forest lore, and he's found it. He finds out that the key to beating Rothbart is true love. He then goes to tell Odette and everyone else, and they make the connection that Prince Daniel has got to be her true love. But it comes with the twist that if Daniel proclaims, <laughs> it comes with the twist that if Daniel proclaims his love to anyone else, then the magic crystal will lose its power and Odette will die. <laughs> Rothbart, who that, oh my god. You're, like, doing fine, and then you just have, like, a mini breakdown. Yep. 
Doing like I need hot chocolate and water. <coughs> the essentials. <sighs> Rothbart then abducts Erasmus, who is still holding onto the book, and learns about how to break the curse. Rothbart then plans that he'll disguise himself by just slightly changing his appearance and his daughter Odile by making her look like Odette with magic so that they can go to the ball and have Prince Daniel profess his love for Odile. While Rothbart and Odile are at the ball, Odette and her little guys all go to rescue Erasmus, who then lets Odette know about Rothbart and Odile's plan. Odette flies as fast as the wind can carry her to the ball at the palace, just in time to see Prince Daniel confess his love for Odile, which makes Odette collapse and the crystal's magic is gone and Rothbart takes the crystal. Odette wakes up just as Daniel jumps down to fight Rothbart because he figured out what's happening. Rothbart tries to cast a spell, but it hits both Daniel and Odette, and because of true love, the spell doesn't work, and he's then con- Rothbart is, is then consumed by the crystal's powers. All of his evil magic is undone, and everyone lives happily ever after, except from Rothbart and Odile, who have to live in Erasmus's library forever. Rothbart is a cuckoo clock, and Odile is a maid. This Whoa. movie is just so jam-packed it really is it is so jam-packed like there's so much to hear that was not in the original story yeah i enjoyed it though i thought it was kind of fun i was just like you don't need this like especially reading that out it's just it's so yeah hearing you read it out kind of made me think like hmm did we need that and the answer is no we didn't yeah but like they would have probably cut out erasmus who i love okay <laughs> So. No, but seriously, it's just so... Words. What's the word? I'm not going to remember the word. It's very jam-packed. That's all I can think of today. Yeah. Um. There's a lot. There's definitely a lot. There's a lot that happens in this movie. Like the like the last one. is like, you didn't need this. Mm-hmm. You didn't need this. Okay, so. Okay. Um. First of all, the stories that Barbie is telling Kelly have less and less to do with her situation every time. Yeah, like the situation this time is that they're at like a, a sleepaway camp and Kelly wants to bed feels weird and she wants, <laughs> she wants to, to go, go home. Like I think it connects with somehow because of bravery and stuff. Yeah. But, but the Barbie like took Kelly outside and was like, look at the stars. Let me tell you a story. And it's like Barbie. So I'm like, does it have anything to do with the situation? I feel like they just could have found something better yeah like there's even just small changes like prince siegfried is now prince daniel yeah like something like that that is just so stupid like you keep the old names odette and odile and rothbart but you're like siegfried that's too much for the yeah, children do you know what else i have a, a, a critique about the opening of the movie well it's just this like cabinet of the woods in the dark with like woods all around it and my mind immediately went horror movie someone's gonna <laughs> die um, I think it's because of that one episode of Full House. Do you remember that? Yes! Oh, thank God! Oh, thank God! We love Cap, Lakota, 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 yeah. I couldn't remember that, but yeah, I could remember that episode. Great song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was confused if Barbie was a camp counselor or if she was Kelly's sister. I think she's both. Okay. Yeah, I know that, but like, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You get it. <laughs> Anyways. I don't get it. I never thought that. I was like, oh, she's the camp counsellor and Kelly's sister. Okay, well. When is her name going to become Chelsea? We'll see. Um, I, okay. First off the bat, we get into the story of Swan Lake. The 
town already looks like so much better than town in Rapunzel. I feel like there is a slight improvement in the animation this time around. The children still look terrifying and it's unfortunate because there are a lot of them Mm -hmm. in this movie. Oh, something silly. (coughs) Something silly. Yeah, something silly that I have a critique of. At the very beginning, then um, Odette's father is like, here, I made your favourite, like, what is it, like, chocolate chip cookies or some shit like yeah. that. And all of a sudden, the omniscient voice of Kelly comes in, like, can it be this kind of cookie? They're my favourite. And Barbie's <laughs> like, okay. And it's like, I was like, oh, cool. She's, like, influencing the story. That'll be fun to see how this plays into it. But she never does that again. But it never happens again. <laughs> I'm like, what was the point? Kelly just loathes the chocolate chip. <laughs> like, what was the point? What was the point of that? And that just really annoys yeah. me. I'm like, if you were going to include that, you could have at least expanded on it. Mm-hmm. The character design is still kind of weird. Yeah. Ken slash the prince looks different every time. I swear this is not the same character model. Model was the same. Was it? To me, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Was... He looks different every but, time. But like to me. Barbie's father. I didn't really see the resemblance anywhere. Yeah. Barbie's sister didn't really see the resemblance. Um, also, um, anti-Semitism. Yeah. Obviously, like, this is one of, like, the peak examples for anti-Semitism in film. In animation, um, specifically. In animation, yeah. Like, all of the villains just have these, like, really over-exaggerated, stereotypically Jewish features, like mm-hmm. the big noses the big and all nose, that. And like, obviously, there is nothing wrong with having these features. But it's always the villain that has some. Like, I looked at him and he, like, Rothbart, he reminded me of Count Dooku in the Clone Wars, which there's also a conversation to be had there about Mm anti-Semitism in the Clone Wars animation. Like, okay, the Clone Wars, I'm just going to go off on a tangent here. The Clone Wars animation is beautiful. It's amazing. But I feel like sometimes they should hang it up. Yeah. Because there's a lot of issues with it. Bring back the resistance animation style. I'm the so resistance mad. animation Please. style is so fun. It's so good. But it's like with just like the over exaggerated features of the villains which just play into all of these awful tropes and like the Eurocentric Yeah. Like the clones having these Eurocentric features, despite the fact that Tamura Morrison is Maori. Like there's just lots of things about the Clone Wars animation that I have issue with, mm-hmm. even if I love the shows that this animation is in. I just think sometimes they should just hang it up. Like, go back to the Rebels animation style. Rebels yeah. animation style was good. People are so I will mean die to on that hill. I it will die good. on that hill that the Rebels animation style is good. It was the budget that was the issue. Yeah. Like, especially in season three and four, it has so many beautiful moments. Like, actually, genuinely, go watch World Between Worlds and say, nah, I don't like this. It's so good. And also something really nice when people were like, the world between worlds came out of nowhere. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It really didn't. Like, literally. Like, remember when Ezra got his, like, um, his crystal? Yeah. His kyber crystal? There. And he was, yeah. Okay, sorry. We Star just, Wars. Star Wars we went moment from over. Animation to Ezra Bridger. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Kelly just really hates sugar cookies. She turned the sugar cookies into chocolate chip. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I just, I would have completely believed that if I didn't yeah. write it down my notes. I just said, is she magical? Again, yeah, like the rest of the movies, this one has issues with um, pacing mm-hmm. and the framing. Like, there's this one part where, like, Odette has to, like, jump on these rocks. Like, 
it's stuff that I've been doing <laughs> since I was about five. It's like jumping over a bird. Yeah. And it's like, it's framed as like this death-defying stunt. Um, here's something that like kind of annoyed me. If I was out and about on the street and a unicorn came past, maybe, yeah, there'd be some people in the world who'd want to kill it. Personally, though, I wouldn't be like, let's go kill the magical unicorn. I'd be like, oh my god, did you guys just see that unicorn? But I feel like in every single universe, every single mystical, magical universe, people are like, let's go kill the unicorns. Even I if know, unicorns I do don't nothing. Think, like, I don't think there would be that kind of a reaction to something in real life. I, yeah. Or maybe I just have too much faith in humanity. I think, so, yeah. But, like, it's still, it's like, I don't like when people do that. Um... Barbie, so she chases this unicorn into the forest to help it, and she's running across these rocks and this, like, thing across a waterfall river thing. What's it called? A bridge thing. A fallen log bridge thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm taking too much time explaining this. And she's wearing heels. Who does that? Take the shoes off. I feel like that's, like, such a basic, like critique to have like the women shouldn't be wearing heels but it does annoy me sometimes yeah because like barbie like, i can barely I mean, walk in normal shoes yeah odette please you know it's going to be easier to jump across these rocks if you're not wearing heels or maybe she's just never <sighs> jumped over rocks before mm-hmm, maybe she's not but that's stupid and everyone has jumped over a rock but have they hmm. i feel like they have or is it just us like is it just like a is it our country bumpkin coming out? <laughs> Stop it. Where we're like, everybody's done this. Everybody's done this. Um, boop, boop, boop. But the flashback animation, like the flashback of um, the fairy queen. Oh, I loved it so that much. That was really pretty. It reminded me of um Philip's journal yes. in the Ale House. Or, and I hate to bring up Harry Potter. But remember in the seventh movie where they were talking about the story, the tale of the three brothers? I'm going to say yes. Okay, you don't remember it. But like, it reminded me of that as well. Like, I, I'm a sucker for that kind of animation where like the background is all like just blank and kind of mystical and like the characters are just like these black cutouts. These silhouettes. These silhouettes. I love it. I think it's really cool, yeah. Yeah, but there's also some really like Every, again, everybody in the movie's reactions to everything are just so underwhelming. Like, yeah. Odette gets turned into a swan and she's just like, <laughs> oh well. She's told she's a chosen one and she's going to save this forest and she's just like, what? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> like, again, it's just little issues like that. It's just like the pacing and the framing and the reactions. I'm going to be honest though. If somebody told me I was a chosen one, my reaction would probably be like, what? Um, yeah. No thanks. But that's just me personally. <laughs> Um, oh my god. The children. Yeah. The children. They're not great. No, but it's like, so, you know, the whole thing is like, um, Rothbart turned all of the pixies and elves into animals. But then they like, because during the night, they turn back into like their human forms. And they're all just children. But it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. It's especially, like, especially, especially because um, Ivan and Carlita. Carlita and Ivan. They are the worst characters ever. Their voice. I hate them so much. By like 30 year olds. And it's so obvious. I think I might hate them more than I hate Otto. Oh my God. Seriously, I hate these children so much. But like, they're not children. Like, why did you use the child character design? It's like, these two characters, like, they flirt.
other. And it's so strange. It's like, you guys are five. I'll get more into that dream little guy section. But I have to talk a bit, a bit more first. <laughs> um, I am going to be honest. Odile's character design. I love it. Yeah. I think it's I, I so like. Cool. I actually like that you can see the resemblance between her and the fairy queen. Yeah. I think it's so cool. I love it. Um, she is amazing. And I love her. Um... Odile is like, <laughs> she gives me Azula vibes. Oh yeah, like 100%. worse written Azula. Actually, I have some information for you. Okay. I have also been doing my research. Ooh. I went on the most amazing site in the world that you can get the most knowledge from, and all of it is true. Archive of our own. <laughs> and I went to Bar. Sorry, give me a sec. <coughs> <coughs> you ruined my amazing speech. Jesus. I'm very sorry. I went to Barbie of Swan Lake and I clicked a little filter thing and I went down to relationships. Barbie and Odile? Barbie and Odile were on top with the drum roll please. Four whole fan fictions. I will be reading those. I've already read them. Are they good? There's only like one in fool oh, okay um uh, one of them is really short one of them is not finished and i forgot what the other one was okay um but yeah they are the most popular and then i went on to the second most um wonderful site tumblr and i went to see what people were saying about Udil because i trust people on tumblr <laughs> i don't know um <coughs> And one of the posts I saw said that she should be redeemed because she gives off she-they lesbian vibes and her own Odette were in love. And I was like, yes. And oh my god, like, they bring, I'm skipping a bit here, but like, when they go to the ball at the end, then like, Rothbart like, squeezes her fingers. Oh yeah. And it sounds like they're breaking. It sounds like the man breaks her fingers. Ugh, I hate it. Like, I'm just like... Did this man just break his child's fingers to stop her from talking? Yeah, it, it's weird. Um, Erasmus is amazing. Oh my god, Erasmus. I love him so, so much. We both thought at first that he was voiced by Steve Blum. Yeah. Because he sounded so much like Zeb. Yeah. It's like, I actually had to check on IMDb. I was, I was like, like, is like, this, <laughs> was Steve Blum in the Barbie movie? I was on my way to check and Daisy just went to me, it's not Steve Blum. <laughs> like, she could tell I was checking. Because I watched the movie before Ellen did. <laughs> and then, like, I was just sitting there watching it with her. And I could see her pick up her phone and looking. I was like, it's not Steve Blum. Mm-hmm. But seriously, at first, he just sounded so much like Zeb. Yeah. And I got really excited. The <laughs> same. Um, oh. Another thing about Rothbard. Not Rothbart. Oh my god. Erasmus. Erasmus. Or like at least the part where they like go to see him. So like, um, when they say that they're going to go and see this troll called Erasmus and all of the like elves and pixies and all that, they're like, oh, don't go see the troll. He's big, bad. He's evil. He's terrifying. Yada, yada, yada. But then the fairy queen just gives him away into Erasmus's vault so quickly. It's like, it's this leaf with like a little symbol on it. And they get into the vault and they show Erasmus this leaf and he instantly trusts him. And he's not big, bad, and evil. And he's, he's just a little guy. Me. He's just a little guy. I love him. And I'm like, why did the fairy queen let them continue to have these prejudices against trolls if she could have brought them to meet Erasmus so easily and just like dispel all of that? 
sure <laughs> yeah did you not think about that no no okay um but like she could have just taken them to visit so easily yeah but maybe and like they could have just known this guy they could have all been besties erasmus could have been part of the crew for years yeah because like he trusts them instantly like they showed him this symbol and he was like oh yeah i know you guys and like also he talks about all of his friends who have like retired how do you retire from just living in a forest um you go peace i'm out and instead of retiring from the big city to go live in a little forest you go to the big city yeah but obviously they're not living in the town are they because it's the enchanted they aren't living in the big town daisy they're living in new york city they're living their businesswoman fantasy okay he didn't get the funny joke funny joke bit I was trying to do and I'm kind of offended by that. Anyways, my brain is mush. It takes so long for the prince to get involved. It does. So it I just like do not care about him. You never care about them? No, I don't. Um, yeah, I just but especially this one, I'm like, who are you? You've barely been here. Leave. <coughs> um there is a part I'm this is I'm just moving on so quickly from that. Um, Rothbart and Odette in Swan Farm start um fighting, and my notes I just went bird fight, woo! I can't bird even fight, that part. bird fight, bird fight. Um, I thought that was fun. Oh, oh, oh! Another thing is like during one of the meetings with like the prince and one of his guys. I don't know what you call them. Gang. One of his ad- advisors is like there is like this office area, and they have a globe. But the globe is just a cube <laughs> with one singular piece of land on the top and paintings of the sea and dolphins <laughs> over the rest of it. They didn't want you to think too much about the world building. Yeah. So they just- also, I just, I find that really funny because it's also like, were they flat earthers? Oh my God. Because like during that time, didn't a lot of people just believe that the world was flat or maybe they'd move past it. I don't know. I'm not a history expert. We just blew this thing wide open again as we do every episode. But I'm like, I really love the idea that like they probably haven't been to explore the rest of the world yet. So then it probably is like a cube (laughs) with their land (laughs) and dolphins. Um, When um, Rothbart is trying to get um, the prince, I can't remember his name. He's so Daniel. Daniel, <laughs> when Rosbar is trying to get Prince <laughs> Daniel to shoot Odette in bird form, Daniel oh God, has yes. this kind of wistful look in his eye, and it's like, dude, it's like I love it for saying all that, but she's a bird. Are you attracted to this bird? Are you attracted to a swan? I literally just have in my notes. Did this man just dot 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 fall in love with her while she's a bird? <laughs> <laughs> like love it like love at first sight is fun and I, all that i have is this guy attracted to a swan why did he look disappointed when she turned into a human oh my God, yes and she turns into a human and again it's like it's not a bigger big enough reaction so he seems disappointed um or that gets a new dress and i think it's pretty the dress is um it's like nice. not like the last dress but like the pink one with the choker do you know what i'm talking about Yes, that is a nice dress. I think that one's Because, nice. like, there's this part after Odette and Daniel, after they meet, then, like, the, um, all of the pixies and the fairy queen and stuff, they put in, like, this little uh, dinner for them. And she gets a new dress, and that dress is really pretty. And they dance. And what and fun stuff. Yeah. And then, like, after he invites her to um, the ball, 
then there's a bit where she's like i don't know how to dance even though she does but they're all like you know they're they're teaching her how to do their thing how to like dance and all that and um there's this bit where two of the pixies the annoying two who we'll talk more about when ellen gets to her little guy segment i have to get to a very specific part of the movie okay but um <laughs> like they're all like they all end up in this big group dance together and there is the greatest kidnapping scene of all time oh my god it's so funny they're all fun. like they're all <laughs> dancing and erasmus can't dance with the rest of them so he's just doing like a little boogie in the background <laughs> it's it's so like, but like he's giving it his all he has the book in his hand he's flailing about <laughs> and ron Martin just fucking swoops in and grabs him and also he i would swoops in and grabs him <laughs> and he flies away and everybody's just easily stopped dancing like <laughs> it's amazing it's the greatest kidnapping scene of all time i love this dance scene because of that and also there is this little girl on the drums who is giving it her all you rewinded she's- that bit so you can just watch her on the drums she's like boom 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 she's banging daisy can tell you i was genuine i could not breathe she was laughing this so was so funny to me this little girl on the drums is going so hard she's like yes this is what i was born for i don't know her name i can't even remember what animal she was but i love her um but yeah <coughs> so um Oh yeah, the relationship between Odile and Rothbar is fucking weird. Oh yeah. He calls her like daddy's little dove in the weirdest voice and I hate it so much. It has it's just I, so much. Like, you're not gonna get this reference, but I'm gonna say it anyways. It's kinda like Jinx and Silco vibes. What are they from? Arcane. Okay. Um but yeah, I just it's uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Um okay, now we have to go over this part so I can finally get to my little guy segment. Um Rothbart takes Erasmus back to um the evil house. The evil house. I don't know if you could call it a palace, it's like a weird tree house thing. Actually kinda cool. And um he turns Erasmus into a worm. Um, oh my god, yes! I forgot about that! It's worm with Erasmus's face and he's so So funny. I have coined Worm Erasmus as <clears throat> Worm Erasmus. Thank you. Thank you. And Beautiful now we've gotten to the best part of the podcast, the little guy segment. Let's go people. Starting off with Lila, the unicorn. Lila is extremely sassy she's iconic she knows she's the best oh also like Leslie, i just wrote the moment that lila appeared unicorn will be ellen's little guy wow thank you oh it's penelope and lorena was that it from the last movie like the little yeah. girl who was so incredibly world weary she was, it was so like funny. those two characters like mixed together oh my god yes I one of the quotes is like they're talking about like true love and all that and Erasmus is like, true love is very rare. Rare. Where? Where? True love is very rare. And then Lila just goes, are we talking meet the parents rare? <laughs> Everyone gets along rare. Like this unicorn. <laughs> she is world weary. She has like seen shit. She has been through life. I love her. So she's like, she like knows she's the best in that forest. And she will say it to everyone. Oh, yeah. She will <clears throat> go up to that fairy queen and be like, you know what? I'm so much better than you. Um, and I want to be her oh so so bad I just I love her um, and she is getting eight d- jewel tiaras out of ten I was really I was put on this 
Did you not for... think before what you were going to use? No, I didn't. Um, why? Like, why not like feathers? Yeah, eight feathers out of ten. Carlita. Carlita is a little skunk who turns into a little girl. Um, there are a lot of little animals, but like Carlita and Ivan are the two main ones, so I'm just gonna be covering them. Um. She's already getting minus points. Don't look at my notes. Okay. She's already getting minus foot points for having the voice of a 30-year-old woman or whatever and the face of a child. Oh, it's Well, I do so not get weird. about all of, like, the animal creatures who turn into, like, the pixies and stuff. In their pixie form, they're literally just wearing party dresses and ears. Yeah. It's like, guys, go furry or go home. Yeah, That's it's like, I I'm sorry, say. but they're literally just wearing party dresses. I'm like, y- you spent, like, you spent the ages of, like, three to ten just wearing dresses that look like the dresses that they were wearing. Yeah, I love me some party dresses. I still love me some party dresses. I just, you just don't wear them. Hate myself more. <laughs> sorry, that was a lot. Um, anyways, um, her and Ivan's relationship is just really weird. Because, again, they look like children. But they're having this, like, weird flirty blanter. And, like, I... F- blanter? <laughs> I mean banter. This weird flirty banter between them. But, like, I feel like they could have just... Why did they use the children's models? Yeah. I feel like they just could have used different model. Like, they could just be small people. Yeah. Don't give them the fucking massive heads. Like, in, um... And the weird looking cheeks. In Nutcracker, they had fairies that were just, like little Fairies. people it was <coughs> not children and it was fine anyways um carlita is like a little bit slay like she is kind of slay but i don't think the little bit of slay she is makes up for the general bad vibes you get from her so she's getting a three out of ten maybe a two great 2.5 um <laughs> ivan um he is um i wrote on my notes absolute terrible satan spawn of a child <laughs> he looks yep. he looks like every other male child we've seen so far so like the little guy in um both the movies i don't know i can't remember <laughs> bad memory um tommy yeah tommy that's his name um and he has the same um old voice young face problem as carlita um I'm not going to go over the weird... Like, seriously, though, but, like, maybe they actually are children. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so confused. Like, do they just look like children or are they children? It's weird. I don't like it. I also, think... with Ivan and Carlita, where are they from? I don't know. They have accents. Why do they I have know. accents? Like, because Carlita says some words in Spanish. She says, like, los amigos and things like that. So she is obviously meant to be from Spain or mm-hmm. another Spanish-speaking country. And I looked up the origins of their names, and Carlita is of Spanish origin, and Ivan is of Slavic, Russian, and Hebrew origin. And I'm just like, I don't, like, okay, I feel like the best way to describe these accents is that a decision was made after the actors were cast. Yeah. That these characters were going to have these accents. So, like, they came into the booth on their first day, and it's like, we have made a decision mm-hmm. that these ones are going to be from a different country. Mm-hmm. So just... You're Spanish now. Good luck. No, they just like said, like, do a foreign ethnic accent. Go. <laughs> yeah. 
And then the, the voice actors like, do the best that they possibly could. It's weird. It's, yeah. It's like the actors are so terrible. So bad. Mm-hmm. It really just sounds like they were told to do just like weird ethnic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Ivan is basically on the same level as Carlita, but he's just not a sleigh. He's just a man. He's just a man. Um, and has some weird moments. Um, that I don't like using this word, but they do make me cringe. I hate the word cringe because it of, makes you cringe. Yeah, and also a lot of other reasons. But let's not get into that. Um, so he is getting a one out of ten, and then for my favorite, Erasmus, who we've already talked about in length, but I'm gonna do it again because I love him and he deserves it. <sighs> I'm including him because I think he deserves it and I love him. He is simply a strange little man. Always <coughs> a goblin guy. I'm just reading this from my notes. Um, he is the object. He is objectively the best character in the movie, and I love his little boogie during the <laughs> dance scene. I will never stop look- talking about his little boogie. But I will have to knock off a point for Worm Rasmus. <laughs> That's why I had to wait so long because I couldn't just bring up Worm Rasmus <laughs> when you guys didn't know what Worm Rasmus went. So yeah, he's getting a nine out of ten. Bonus, drum kit girl. <laughs> drum kit girl. Um, I don't know anything about her. Can't remember what animal she was, but her vigor on the mushroom drum kit gives me life. Ten out of ten. That's nice. Ooh, I've decided and we're back. to start giving my own rankings as well. I will be ranking the royals in every movie. Okay. So I would say, to achieve a ten out of ten you must abolish the monarchy and establish a socialist utopia which isn't gonna happen yeah um five you have to not cause any harm to your people um and under five is just whatever and between five and ten is just basically if i find you interesting Mm -hmm. you might get more than five points royals in this movie they're getting about five out of ten like they don't really do much they don't do much they don't seem to be causing any harm to their people though um, the Royals in Nutcracker, 2 out of 10. The Royals in Rapunzel, minus 5 Nine, out of okay. 10. Wow. I hate them so much. Here's a question. Will you ever give somebody a pass because I'm a fairy princess queen magic or no? Possibly. Okay. I will see how I feel. Okay. But yeah, so the Royals in this movie... 5 out of 10, they just don't really do much. They don't seem to help their people, but they don't seem to be causing them any direct harm either, which is probably the best you can ask for. Yeah. Um, here is probably <coughs> my favourite thing about the movie, if I'm being honest, and that is um, uh, when Odile and Rothbart go to the ball. She's dancing with Daniel, and there is this amazing montage of it like switching between her and Odette dancing. So what Daniel sees and what is actually happening. That was actually done it's really well. so good. That was actually done really well. I love it so much. I think it's so cool. And also something that I really liked is that um, when, like, because what I got is that like only Daniel could see her as Odette. So, like, it was nice the, that the queen wasn't just like, oh, God, she's so ugly. Yeah. Because a lot of the time you get that in movies like this, where the characters are just, like, really not ugly. Mm-hmm. It was nice that she was like, oh, my son's happy. He's found a bride. I'm going to get grandchildren. That's nice. Yeah. I forgot about this, but 
what I was watching, as soon as Erasmus got turned into <coughs> Worm Erasmus, I just wrote in my notes, no caps, no Erasmus, they wormified you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, um, at the at the ball, you know, um. Odette is there, just like as a swan, like waiting to get in the windows, and Rothbart keeps on closing them. And I'm like, hurry the fuck up and get in the windows! And like she just sits in the window for like ten <laughs> seconds and gives him time to shut it. <laughs> Again with the pacing. It's yeah. Again with the pacing. It's like, come on, just get in the fucking window. And then it gets kind of dark very quickly because she just fucking flops to the ground. Yeah, it's like, did she die? Did she just die? Because I know in the original Swan Lake, I'm pretty sure, I can't remember what happens in Swan Lake as much as I can remember what happens in Nutcracker, but I'm pretty sure that she dies at the end. Honestly, the most I know about Swan Lake is um, Duchess in Ever After High. Who has we went really... to see Swan Lake. I can't remember that much. Okay. The most I can remember is Duchess from Ever After High, who could have had literally such a cool character arc, but I'm not going to get into Ever After High right now. We will one day. We but will today one day. is not that day. Today is not that day. I have a lot of thoughts on Ever After High. So do I. And a lot of negative words to say hey, about, about Crystal. Okay. Oh, I thought I we were going to talk about say. Crystal. I also hate Crystal, though. I hate you, Crystal. Go die. That was so mean. <laughs> I didn't mean I'm I'm sorry. But Crystal is such an awful She's character. So we're not getting into that. We're not getting into that. When they defeat Rothbar and like the spell bounces back onto him... I didn't know at first that something bad was happening because his pain and pleasure noises sound the exact same. Yeah. Like, I didn't know something bad was happening. Voice acting, not top-notch. Yeah. Um, There's a little nitpicky thing, but um, sometimes when the children or adults, like, fairy people, I don't know, the fairy forest people who are adult children things... <laughs> I don't know how to describe them, but sometimes they zoomed into their legs while they were dancing, because, like, you know, ballet has lots of legs. <laughs> <laughs> Great description there, Alan. <laughs> Anyways, their legs look like adult legs. Did the, they? Uh, yep. Well, to me it did, and it was scary. Okay. I was scared of them. Thank you for this. But yeah, I think that's everything we have to say on this movie. Do you have anything else to say? Um, no, not really. Um, um I it was definitely better than Rapunzel. I really liked. I'm not really liked it. I thought it was good. I it had was a fun a, time. It was definitely better than Rapunzel. I say that. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. I think that's still my favorite of the movies we've watched so far. Um, but yeah, this this movie was fun. I had fun. Erasmus was great. Love that little guy. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to write a sequel about Odile and Odette falling in love. Um, coming to a theater near you soon. Or coming I... to an AO3 near you. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah. Um, and next week. <laughs> next week, I get to talk about Princess and the Popper. What, honestly, when I think about it, it might have been like my first hyperfixation. <laughs> It probably was, honestly. You loved that movie. What? I loved we watched it that movie so, so much. much. Oh my we god. We get to look at a musical. I cannot wait. Oh my god, the music is so good as well. Oh my god. I'm just like you. You're, You're just, just like me. me. Okay, oh, we'll we leave that princess. Ah, oh my god, it's so fun. Oh my god. Okay, we'll leave that for next it's time. It's so fun. I can't wait. <laughs> You're Genuinely? really excited. Oh. <coughs>
Oh my god, it's gonna be so fun, you guys. You guys out there? Two of you, I don't know. <laughs> How many <laughs> listeners do we have? We don't know. I don't know, I never um, I, yeah, there's probably a way to check, but I'm stupid and don't know if, how if you are listening to this, um and you don't follow our social medias, we have Instagram and TikTok, so have you ever have you uploaded anything on the TikTok? Yes I have. Woo I was scared of TikTok for a bit, it gave me a lot of anxiety. But I'm back, baby. Woo Thank you. Sure everybody's very excited about that. They are. Well we've not had any. Yeah, the Instagram and TikTok is just Daisy and Elle in a podcast. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Um, bye. Bye. Have a great time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.